So I'm looking into this Florida man challenge. I come across this story. Florida man attacks ATM for giving him too much money. I guess the ATM stepped out of his comfort zone, man. And the man had to put him back into his place. Man, what kind of joke <laughs> is this, man? <laughs> we back I right, we back on the, the beginning, man. New podcast, new title, new name. We back on it again. We back at it again. Once once more. We introduce yourself. What's your name, sir? Hey man, this is Drill, man. And what's your name, sir? Other sir? Oh, sir? Excuse me, sir? Sir, what's your other, what's your name, sir? Florida man, Gray. <laughs> All right. And this your hostess with the mostest. The hostess with the mostest. Mr. E, aka the Black Wolf himself. The Black Wolf himself. Well, first off, so this episode is real special to me. All these episodes are special to me, but this episode in particular is special to me. One, the best episode we we've had to this date. The best episode we had in this date. This episode is all about comfort zone. That, that word right there is is what holds a lot of us back. We stuck in our comfort zone. We stuck in the same, doing the same things that we comfortable been we comfortable doing for the last ten to twenty years. And we're gonna speak about how we got out of the comfort zone, how we still in some comfort zones to this day, the risks we took. And the rewards we got out of. So Jay, I'm gonna go with you first. You know, what's the instance? So you can name a time when you stepped out your comfort zone, and how it affected you, the risks and the rewards that you got from it, and the, uh, and an obstacle right now you're facing to get out your comfort zone. Well, you know, I'm I'm happy we're talking about this subject. I mean. And the thing is, I, the way I think of it is challenging myself. I always like to Im- immerse myself into a new challenge. So, you know, one example I can give is, you know, my earlier start to my career. Me just entering back into college, you know, wanting to acquire acquire uh, different different things in life and me working at Sam's Club at a point working at Sam's Club making about $10 an hour all right now this is this was back, probably back in 2013 now i have i had worked myself up you know i worked to a point to where i was constantly getting raises and constantly moving into different areas uh different lines of work and, and being awarded with different responsibilities but the thing is, with my degree field and what I was being asked to do, they didn't match up. So I stepped out of my comfort zone by taking on a role at Wells Fargo to where I, I not only cut my hours, but I cut my paycheck in half. You know, I came into Wells Fargo part time, you know, but I challenged myself. I challenged myself to study, get my degree. Uh, and also become the best at whatever whatever task Wells Fargo offered me. You know that, that was one thing. That was one way of stepping out of my comfort zone. And with me doing that, you know, I was able to see my pay my pay increase go up to a total of fifty five percent. You know, in a matter in a matter of 
In a matter of five years of me working there, my I had a pay increase of 55%. You know, so that was one way of stepping out of my comfort zone. I asked, so I asked you a question. Okay. I asked you another question. So you talk about coming to Sam's Club. Before you said Sam's Club, where you from? No, I'm from Alabama. How you get here? You know, well, right I, now we're in Orlando, by the way. I stepped out of my comfort zone. When you first got here, when you first got to Orlando, what you had? And I had totally nothing. When you mean you had nothing, what you mean by that? You have a house? Uh, no, I mean by... I I'm not going to say I had nothing. I had, I had a car. Where I you, owned a car. Where you slept at? In the back of it. Five long? A year. A year in the back seat of your car. Why, why did you feel like you had to leave... Alabama to come here, Orlando. What make, what drove you to get to this point? Okay, sure. You know, of course, you know I had my my heart and my determination to be there, and you know God placed it on my heart, telling me that you're gonna be something, you're gonna be something. But you know, so you one, had faith. So you had a faith. I had faith. But one thing that really like honed in on it, I was reading I was reading one of Obama books, and well, one of his life stories. And he talked about how he had to he had to leave Hawaii in order to make something of himself. You know, he had he said he stated where he wouldn't have become the president if he stayed in Hawaii. And so, me reading that one line really really drove me to think to myself, you know, I can't go home. I need it was a reason for me being here. I needed to leave Alabama to recreate myself. And and that and that drove me to the point to where to stay on this path. And it's it is a good talk. So we when we say comfort zone, he's, he's speaking he's speaking about you coming from Alabama. You ain't got nothing. You know your comfort is man. I got a job lined up. I got money lined up. I got savings lined up. I got this lined up. But if you ain't got nothing of that, it's mean you ain't got nothing to fall back on. Only thing you falling back on is faith, God, and your heart and your determination to get stuff done. Just think of that. So if you're in a situation right now, you're like, well, I got a nice house, I got this, I got that, and third. But if you don't like that situation, you ain't fulfilled in that situation, you need to get up out of that situation as quick as you can and find a way, find an exit plan to get out of that situation. By any means necessary. If that means staying in the car for one year, you got to do it. Hey, man. I mean, and and there, and there are people who went through more drastic measures, you know, to to actually achieve their dreams. And, I'm, I mean, I'm not where I want to be by a long shot. But I had the confidence to know that, I'm headed in the right direction to be where I want to be. I just need to keep my head strong and not get comfortable. You not know? get complacent. Co correct. That is correct. That so, is correct. So we're going to switch that. So Ray, so Ray right now, if you don't know about Ray, you know, Ray dude, he move around. I ain't no telling where he yet. I don't know. Sometimes he in Atlanta there. Next thing you know, he ain't got, he in Florida. Next thing you know, I don't know where he at. Virgin Islands or something, man. You never know, man. So, Ray, where you at right now? Well, what'd you say? In New York City, man. You moving to Jersey? You got to speak up, man. I can't hear you. 
He up here whispering like Yin Yang Twin. You? Yeah, yes. Yes. All right, uh, yeah, so I'm about to move, I'm about to move to Jersey. I'm in New York, I'm about to move to Jersey. What made you move to, what made you up and move to New York? Like, what made you decide to move to New York? So, I mean, that's dated way back when I was in grad school. So, I went to, after I finished with my bachelor's in sociology at UCF, I decided to go to grad school for higher ed leadership. Um, so, I graduated with that in, like, 2015. But even then, prior to that, uh, or getting accepted to that higher ed program, I really wanted to go to Clark Atlanta um, for my MSW, but I never made that move because I was too comfortable and I was afraid of that change. Um, so I ended up back down in Boca, um, which was cool. You know, the higher ed program was cool, but I realized while going to that program, you know, I didn't want to pretty much work with, with students and students, college level students, because they're in college. The only thing I can really do is pretty much retain them, tell them to stay in school and graduate. Um, and, uh, you know, although they have, you know, their issues as well at that age group, um, I thought more or less that there are students uh, within the K-12 round uh, that's not even thinking about college or not even thinking about life after high school in general. And so um, I knew for a fact that I wanted to do being K-12, um, but then again, being too comfortable and not wanting to change, I stayed in the higher ed program. Um, and so once I graduated with that, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm actually trying to do it for real. So I moved to Atlanta um, right, after, right after I graduated. Um, so I moved to Atlanta. Um, the goal was to actually go become, take the gates for the test to actually be certified to teach in Atlanta. But I got comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was substituting for Fulton, like, for Fulton County Schools, substituting high school, and I was doing like enrichment counseling for the Y, whatever the case might be. But I got comfortable, and in that in that state of being comfortable, I was extremely uncomfortable because I'm a very ambitious person, but by nature. And so, with that, just being in that situation and understanding that I could do more, and not being able to do more, or not know, not so much being able to do more, or know how to do more, but not trying to figure out how to move away from that that comfort zone uh, is what really hindered me. And although moving from you know Boca to Atlanta was one thing. Um, out of my comfort zone because I never stayed out of Florida, you know, I was staying with my mom. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I didn't know anybody. Um, and so, yeah, so I was there. Um, I got uncomfortable. Then I moved down to Moultrie, Georgia with my grandma, um, trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do. I can say that curse right, right? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I'm um, trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do. And, um, and yeah, it was like, okay, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to do this. Um, and how I worked out, um, I didn't, I was like, there were teachers for teaching fair in, uh, in Florida. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go. Um, and so I, I just went. And I was like, you know what, I pretty much set my attention to get, pretty much getting a teaching gig um, that same day. And so I went and I got a teaching gig, you know, just off of setting that attention, just putting that in the universe and, you know, working toward and actually going to get it. Because honestly, <clears throat> me going down there wasn't you know, I was working in Mocha, Georgia. But you familiar with Mocha, Georgia? Mocha, Georgia, a small ass town, and and you ain't really getting a lot of money in Mocha, Georgia. So I pretty much, you know, took a trip down to Orlando, gassed up the car, went down, took that investment, slept at you no know, friend's house, and went ahead and did it. Um, and I got the job. And so I was like, All right, cool bet. I'll move to Florida. I moved back down to Florida, um, and I was teaching, and it was cool. But you know, eventually that wasn't what I wanted. 
out of the sense of although I enjoy working in K through 12 and working with students, um, I don't like how education is set up through the public school system or through the Department of Education. So it's like I knew I was always going to move, always going to move to either DC or New York. I just didn't know which one, and you know the timing of it, how I was going to do it, and then you know one day I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. So what was the what was the main thing in the beginning? If you had if the main thing in the beginning that kind of held you back from from leaving, what was the main thing in the beginning that was holding yeah, you back from leaving? Definitely fear, and like and fear. I think fear holds a lot of people back from doing things. But fear is fear is very is a self inflicted thing though. Like fear is is really I don't I wouldn't say I, I like to think fear is pretty much non-existent. I mean, once you get over that fear, you don't. It doesn't exist anymore. Once you go and do what you're scared or say that you you won't be able to do, and you actually do it, you get some type of result. You know what I mean? That's non-existent. And that's how you level up. And that's how you get out of your comfort zone. And it doesn't have to be a big thing to change or something that's big that you feel for. It might not be moving. It might be I don't know changing jobs. You know what I mean? It might be going back to school. All these things are you know things that people are scared to do based out of fear. One of the and it's always a negative kind of some negative connotation associated with you know their their dreams and aspirations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do that. I can't afford that. I can't find time for that. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things. You know, that that sucks you into that comfort zone world again. And oh. once you're there, you're gonna be miserable. Because I don't I don't think anybody. Well, some people do enjoy living a, a very simplistic life, but I don't think anybody enjoys just living above the, the poverty line or just living above you know their actual um, quality of life. Yeah. So Ray, let me ask you, man. So, what were some things that, or a thing, that was a turning point for you, where, where you yourself was just sitting, speaking, you know, sitting alone, and and you found that inspiration to actually move forward and say, hey, I can actually do this. Hmm. Uh. Because although I still moved to New York, I still was going to bring homelessness up there. You know what I mean? And so even then, and even in that situation, and trying to figure out having only two options of going back home and going to a shelter. You know what I mean? Um, I think that that kind of like put everything in perspective of like, okay, are you really up here to do what you said you're going to do? You know what I mean? Okay. It's like you know, forget all the other things. When it's all said and done. You know what are options that, that, that can ensure that you stay up here? Because in that situation, anybody with some—I want to say with some sense—but anybody that's not built for it would move back home. Like I'm in New York. Like I'm far from New York, from Fort Lauderdale, and I don't really have—I don't even know people up here. By yourself, no, no family up there. So that that's the—that's the definition of stepping out, stepping out on faith. Yeah, and it's like I'm just like, you know, believing in ourselves and having so much faith and, and stepping out of that faith. I've been blessed tremendously with, you know, from all the encounters, all the network of friends that I, I've, I've come across, the job I have now, like, you know, and all this was pretty much me getting out of comfort zone and making changes and also making sacrifices. Because I also had a job that I could literally be paid, getting paid twice and wasn't getting paid now. But I took that, I didn't take it to myself GP and understanding that what I wanted to do wasn't in that way. Because it was still teaching, it was still DOE, but you know I don't rock with you like that. So, and everything, and every, ever since I did that, things come to fruition. Everything starts to pay forth, and 
once you make those changes and you know put those there the label and drop those seeds, you get the fruit. You, gotta, you get the harvest. So I mean, what what it really sounds like to me, you know, listening to you and thinking back on on my example of stepping out, you know, you know, stepping out of our comfort zones, it really sounds like, uh, you know, what we're doing right now is em- embracing a challenge. So, you know, one thing I want to do is uh say, you know, Emmanuel, if you could please, you know, bring in one of the challenges that you embraced or a couple a couple examples that you can bring into the table. You know, where where you had to embrace the challenge in order to survive. Oh, this from the get go up. Just from come out of high school, we from us we both from the same town, small town. There's no jobs available, so you know you can apply for jobs at unemployment office, look for the here and there. I remember we, I went down, take my ASVAB test, ASVAB to get in the military, and I passed it. And I could have just stayed. And a lot of people told me not to go. Because there's a war going on, you might get deployed. People will say you're going crazy, or people will say, you know, cause I was I was a skinny dude back then, and say, oh, you don't, I don't know if you fit for that. But I remember I just got the mindset of, man, I'm willing to die to get where I want to be. I'm willing to, to do what, sacrifice whatever to get where I want to be. And if you ain't got that mindset, are you willing to? to to push it to the limit, then you ain't on my level. If you ain't got the same mindset of, shoot, I come out here tomorrow, and I ain't scared of death, then you ain't we ain't on the same same playing playing level field. Cause at any any given moment, it could be your last. But if you ain't living your life to the fullest, you might as well be dead already. You out here walking around, doing doing a job or doing a place. That you don't want to be at in a relationship you don't want to be at because of what you scared of, you know, not having the same things you have, living, living, having less than you have now. Because when we from a situation, we have been had less. So if that's the if that's the key, if going broke is your worst thing, you already if you already been broke before in your life, and your fear is the reason you're not successful, you like. I want to hold on this, hold on to this job because I know I won't be broke like I used to be. You'll never, you'll never accomplish anything that you want to accomplish. You'd be living, working the same job forty years from now, right. making the same, the same adjustment. So me, so I, so I joined, and after a little bit, my I was in seven, eight years. A couple years, no, last couple years ago, I said I was making good money. But I saw I wanted to do more. I wanted to have more. I wanted to get to more. And I I wasn't living my actual dream. I wasn't living my, I didn't feel I was living my mission or what I was meant to be or what I was meant to do on earth. So I left that job making almost 50 grand a year to step out. Moved, I moved a whole, a whole different state. I have, I came down with no job, no nothing. I stayed stayed at the real house for like what like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. I was applying for jobs left and right. Got a job. I got got a job the same day that I got out the the military, the same day. And we've been working ever since. Night shift for a whole year. Just to 
make something, make a, any foundation to network with a dream that's so big is 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 unfathomable that it it'll actually happen. If you talking to somebody else, for me, I feel I'm a hundred percent sold that it's gonna happen. Hundred percent sold, I'll make it happen. And when I see people around me who got different visions, different goals, I know they can make it happen because the word I just used, the one that everybody needs to step out of their comfort zone, you need a vision. You need vision, you need hope, and you need dedication. If you got if you got a vision, you got a vision, it means you got a plan. You got a you can see the goal, you can see it being a, attained. And you got hope, that means you saying no matter what through it all, I'm be able to get it. And if you got dedication and worth that worth that work ethic, that means you'll do whatever ever it takes to get to that point. No, it's great you said that, man. I mean, listening to you, you know, that that reminds me of a quote I heard once. It, it was stated that the guy was saying he rather, you know, he had he had some dangerous people after him. So, and they were saying, "Are you sure you want to go back into the city or into the into the limelight?" And he his response was. I rather, I rather die a man than die a coward. So meaning, he he would rather em, embrace that risk in order to achieve what he needed to achieve, than die seventy years later talking about what he could have done or what he would have done if certain things would have happened, you know. And and that goes on to what we've been speaking about all week, you know. I, I believe you shared with us, Emmanuel, about how uh, about how we've been running into these certain neighborhoods asking for jobs mm-hmm. when we should have been when, when when in reality at this point you know we're saying oh they're not giving us opportunities. Well, at this point, really the thing is what that's telling you create your own, you know, mm-hmm. create your own, and you know I I, I really want you to. Speak on that, you know. Speak on that situation where where you brought that into life. Well, to go into that effect, shout out to Jim Quick. Uh, is a it's a is a guy I read or research on. I follow him on Instagram, but I seen that post about. There's another post, another doctor, a black doctor. I don't know his name right now. He's drawing a blank by some meme about is you know the worst the worst thing for black black men black families. We raising kids and sending them off to other neighborhoods to ask for, for beg to beg for jobs. Just think about that. You sending your kids off to another neighborhood for people that don't look like them to beg for an opportunity. <coughs> when we could we create our own opportunities, well, we just gotta like another another pitch I saw from Jim Quick that he posted. I said, "What are you willing to give up to get what you want?" It's a sacrifice. You might sacrifice, like we just talking about before the, the thing popped up. You might sacrifice entertainment, which is another thing. You know, black people watch more TV than any other any other race. Hmm? Black people, what you doing? You doing now? What you watch? Hey, we got the game right now. <laughs> is it? 
black people watch more watch more TV or watch more entertainment stuff than anybody else. That means we gotta spend a lot of time wasted on not not lifelong learning, but wasted on entertainment when we can do a lot of other things to help ourselves in the future, to obtain some money, to obtain create a business, create a job, create you know, create more opportunities for yourself, create a better relationship with your with your family, with your create a better relationship with your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever. It's all about putting that, that time and that effort in. You sacrificing stuff. You might you might want a car, but this is what sacrifice sacrifice is about. You sacrifice a car, you sacrifice a you know, pay me, you sacrifice buying this thing right here, you sacrifice, you know, buying the new stuff, buying the the, 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 the top the top brands. Most of the dudes we most of the dudes over here that we know we hang around. Man, when the last time y'all bought Jays? Last time I bought uh last time I bought anything, uh that expensive was for my kids, but for myself, I can't remember. Can't tell you last time. Did you know? I got rid of stack child the wealth choice. That black men, they are five. I think they're like five percent of the population in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But they buy twenty percent of all Nikes. How much? How much they are? Um, one seventy five, right? You got a you got a shirt business. You about to um, you about to put in soon. It's coming, by the way. It's coming, by the way. It's coming. It's coming. You know what's you said one seventy five, right? Right. You know a heating press to to press up your own shirts one seventy five. Same thing. I know. I saw it. It's crazy. Understand? You got to make sacrifices to some of the things you want to the stuff that you need. And the time that you spend it on, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm gonna have enough money to get them later on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and that's the, and that's another thing. You sacrifice the now for the later. Yeah. You sacrifice the now pleasure for the later, like you know. And like I said, we 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 almost on that limit. But what's the for you guys to any closing remarks or anything that you that's coming up for you guys? That you're trying to obtain, and it's something that's, that's like blocking you, like something in your mind is blocked, has been blocking you, and you gotta step out a little bit more. That you fear, something that you're fearful about, that you know you got, you're gonna have to do in the future. Uh, well, my thing is, you know, for me, I've really been trying to get my own financial service off the ground, financial service corporation off the ground, mm-hmm. so. Uh, stepping out of my, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone as far as working with other cor- corporations and having that guaranteed check coming in. I mean, of course, it's, it's nice to have it, but I know I want my own. So, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone in that, uh, in that sort of way, in order to achieve what I want. So, I may have to limit certain limit certain things that I'm able to obtain at this point in order to. In order to uh, receive certain gifts in the future, Riga, you got something you trying? Well, there's something you you're planning to do that you got to step out on coming soon that you've been kind of pushing off. Um, I've been pushing off anything. 
Nah, not really, but I do got some change that I need to prepare for. Um, more or less moving to Jersey. And it's more strategic move than anything because um, I'm in New York and I ain't balling like that. So I got roommates. And so I'm trying to... I'm in New York and I ain't balling like that. So I got and I have roommates. So I'm trying to just um, move, to, uh, move to Jersey. One, because uh, the company I work for is trying to expand to Jersey. Um, and so it's more or less a power move. And two, it's my own spot in Jersey and up north. And then I already got whoops. So I could just drive to New York to go to work. Um, and so... So I have that, um, and then of course still working on the clothing line and just trying to shape the vision for that. Um, what's the name of the What's the name of the clothing line? Uh, Dishing out pure excellence. Dishing um, out. I'm, I'm still working with some designs and still trying to get some things price pointed. Uh, it's on the way. It's on the way. Get that out by July, early July. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's coming up. Me on the other hand. And I got big things moving. I'm moving pretty soon. Going to DC. We'll see how that play out. Now you gotta, you gotta break some eggs and make an omelet. But this, but this is. Oh, you huh? working nine to five? Say what? You working nine to five? Who? We on DC. I nine to five. You working out there for a lot of the up to New York? I know East Coast, East of Convent champs. But nah, right now, right now we like the Wizards for real. Like right now we like. We in the cap like now nah, we we like the no we like the magic we in the play we in the eight seed we in the eight seed we didn't win the championship this year I'm sorry 2019 we win the championship this year but it's fine the process the pro you gotta love the process I'm love the process we make the playoffs though we make the playoffs this year you make the playoffs this year if you got a house if you got a place to stay and some food in your mouth and you actually living you in the playoffs and when you dead you got the playoffs you in heaven and stuff but you ain't make the playoffs this year but. If you if you live and breathe and you got a mindset, you made the playoffs this year. You gotta keep grinding to get the a better seed and actually win the championship. But that's all we got right now. So we about to hit y'all we'll hit y'all up with another podcast coming soon. Thanks everybody for checking us out. And like I said, this is the beginning. The new podcast name, the beginning. It's gonna stay that way. It's gonna stay that way for a long period of time. It's gonna stay that way for at least two weeks. <laughs> at least two weeks. Formerly known, hey, I'm like Prince, it's like Prince too. Formerly known as Strictly for My People. Formerly known as, I forgot the first episode, first name of this podcast. What's the first name of the podcast? I have to look. This, oh, it sure is a podcast. This oh, the first, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is the first. This is the first episode yeah. of mine. But like I said, we'll we'll be back before you before you know it. We'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Before you know it, I'm out. I think I think I think it's a trademark though. I'm out. Who said that? Did you read it? Oh, whatever. I ain't in it yet. I'm still. I'm asking y'all a question. At a trademark? I'm out. Is it? That's something we have to look into. We got trade. I'm trademarking the phrase. I, don't say, I ain't going to say the other phrase. I'm trademarking. We'll say that to later. We'll say that to later.